Welcome. You're listening to the Faith and Geekery podcast recorded live on a Tuesday with Mark and Becca. We're your hosts. This is your community. Wherever and whenever you're listening, welcome on board. Hello, you wonderful people. Welcome to Faith and Geekery. I am Becca B and this is Mark. You see, do you see, I got that right. I think that's the first time I got it right straight away. Um, So first things first, Mark, what have you been up to this week that has been suitably geeky? Right, actually, since we last met, um, I have got one of those old-fashioned kitchen scales and I have been kind of using Brasso on it and kind of reviving it to its kind of uh, former life because it looked all disgusting. Um, So it got kind of suitably covered and kind of now have like a lovely fantastic kind of scales set um, oh i so love that second hand i used as well. to um yeah i used to do um a lot of engagement with with elderly people particularly people with dementia and one of my toolkits was a box of brass and brasso um oh david greet has joined us welcome david greet um and and people would sit and there's something really tactile and familiar about the smell of of brasso um so david and lydia as you're already joining in in the comments what have you been up to that's geeky this week can can i also Um, just say can I also just say I've read an observation I feel as if I'm embodying a robot right now you are Uh, embodying the robot I think it looks I want to be a robot we can talk you over um oh thank you hang on um what have I been doing I've been doing um I've been binge watching. I've not had a lot of time this week. Binge watching Ted Lasso. Oh, fantastic. Um, Is this the first time? Uh, yeah, never seen it before. And oh my goodness, I'm I'm just I'm telling everyone to watch it now. And I know Have I'm you watched all of it? So behind the times. Um I am my in se- I think I'm in season three. Oh fantastic. So no spoilers, folks. Um, yeah, but, so oh. I know, good. I know. It's so it's, good. What a it was trip. one of those. It was one of those programs, though, that everyone talked about, and because everyone talked about it, I was there, kind of going, "Can't be well, that good." Well, well, it's football as well, so you know, I know, hard to you know, but uh, but yeah, and I was like, "Oh, it is actually really good." <laughs> it depends. Well, oh, yeah. So uh, Lydia's just put does setting that, an alarm, yeah, I so I don't miss. I'm it. trying to work Probably out. Much, it, yeah. it might. Does it depend on the product launch, or are we are we saying that actually that level of commitment to the mm. thing is in and of itself the behaviour of a true geek? Have you ever set what alarm was... for a, a product launch, Becca? No, I have pre-ordered. I I definitely pre-ordered um, the Potterverse books as they oh, came out. Go. Oh, collectible ceramic pottery. Uh, absolutely I mean, Lydia that is I mean that's geeky geek. in itself isn't it yeah. really uh, yeah but uh yeah I, I think kind of hold um nice. queuing up for a Harry Potter book and uh kind of waiting till midnight for when things have been released usually actually for a birthday pre- uh, for a Christmas present actually um for for Becky um what have you the... bought that you queued up for uh, as in wait till midnight for um attic 2024 to um drop their they're kind um, of um, packs of blank blanket making. 
um oh, because it is fierce yeah, i mean it's fierce they kind of go within hours so you're like right yeah 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 put it in the put it in the diary but you know that's it you can just click it from your bed <laughs> like i think i mean if we were to compile the behaviors of a geek i'd say that kind of anticipatory putting it in your diary looking forward to it i think that's that's fairly geeky behavior hmm. um yeah um, okay. David said, uh, my geekery has been putting miniatures together, taking photos and building Magic the Gathering decks together. I walked past that stand and I delved a little bit into that in the in the little local game shop, but I'm still not there with um, Magic the Gathering stuff. Um, but also, um, oh, he's also said, um, practicing printing lino on an A, a white, oh, on white. a white t-shirt. I was thinking A4, A4, A3, white. A white. You put the wrong <laughs> emphasis um, on the wrong yeah. level. <laughs> All the time, um, <laughs> that's cool. Because uh, we, we're both, we're, all of us, on yeah, we've, we've doubled with Lino and do Lino kind of printing, don't yeah. we? Um, I've never done it on a clothes though, so that sounds very fascinating. No, I quite like the idea of functional art. So, um, what are you incriminating yourself, Brandon Snowberger? Um, um, yeah, I think maybe that's a little white lie, isn't it? Brandon says, I won't answer for fear that I will incriminate myself. No, I've never set my alarm for 2 a.m. just to play a new game on launch. Yeah. Sorry, podcast folk. I keep forgetting that um, you can't Yeah, so that's why I'm doing I'm it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I appreciate you. At one point, I thought you were like, yeah, yeah, Mark, I can see it. <laughs> you don't have to read it out to me. No, 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 it was a, um, yeah, okay. Um, anybody else? Anybody else want to tell us what they've been up to this week? David has commented about bad grammar. David, it's mainly because I'm reading these things and I'm rubbish at just kind of articulating, kind of writing stuff and multitasking, basically, in any way, shape or form. Some would say that. that and then the opportunity to quote Mike Myers. Um, what was that? View from the top, something like that, wasn't it? I don't know. It was. It was. It was. We saw oh, it in Albania, it. Mark. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. know. We did. Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, Becca and I used to be at college together with David Greek, in fact, and, and many of this. And uh, yeah, we went to Albania and we went to Albania together and uh, as, a, as part of a, a mission team, like a, a cultural experience, uh, which was very enlightening. And we won't kind of name other names. <laughs> uh, Mark, do you have yeah. some geeky news for us? Uh, I do indeed. So let's bring up some. Uh, oh, I was about to put, bring up the Geeky Gallery instead, which was wrong. Ooh. Here is some geeky news. Yeah, However, I will say from the off, I have forgotten the Grammys, which is a kind of thing that's happened recently. That so happened. I, so it I was mainly Taylor Swift, wasn't it? That's all I've uh, heard. Yes, Other people won some awards, but most of it was Taylor Swift. Yes. So think of Grammys, Taylor Swift. There we go. Over to Geek News. Welcome to Geek News. And we start off with the sad news of the passing of Carl Weathers, who was famous for Predator, for Rocky and uh, Mandalorian, as well as other roles. Next, we have the news that Stonemaier Games has officially now released Wormspan. And so that is now in the shops. We look forward to that kind of uh, dragon version of Wingspan or various version of. Uh, we also have uh, the 
the trailer of Despicable Me 4 that has now dropped and uh, there was some controversy in regards to the uh, all the quiz we can last week as I'm sorry but I got one of the questions wrong in regards to Citadel paints. I was actually looking up colour schemes and not actual paints that you can buy. Uh, so uh, apologies and apologies Tom especially for that. Uh, however we did manage to raise £60 so not bad really. Thanks folks for supporting a worthwhile charity and that is the end of Geeky News. Thank you. There we go. How and, often uh, do we get a correction in the news? <laughs> it's remarkable. Quite exactly. We're, we're on <laughs> We're kind of yeah running the trends there. That's in, whatever that means. Um, I also have uh, information because we have been um, exploring our oh we've got comments as well. Um, <laughs> Lydia Jane has put uh, Mark's done it. The apology video, indeed, indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it was just one of those things that I just kind of looked online and I was like, oh yeah, that, that looks right. I, went, I downloaded the app, looked at paints, and it turns out they were color schemes rather than just like set colors which is why you can't kind of get blood soaked yellow or whatever it was um so there <laughs> we go it turns out that product doesn't actually exist what was it? but i think yeah it was fine it was fine mm. um however i will say that we had a competition uh, and it's been running for a couple of weeks and that was just kind of explore our social media stuff um you'll be uh, amazed to know that we didn't break double figures <laughs> for our entrance <laughs> um, but i've got a little video to show just to show and i think I, I officially i have said that they need to be in touch within 24 hours to uh, to claim their prize um i know uh, yeah they haven't got in touch yet, uh, but I have. I, I spoke to them earlier on this week. Uh, however, sorry, earlier this week, earlier today, because um, <laughs> the competition finished at at noon today. So here's a little video to show what we did. Hey, folks! A drum roll, please, for the results of our competition. We first of all have had five individual entries, a big number there, uh, with two uh, repeat entries for tagging other people. So that's seven people. I won't give away all the details. It's nicely hidden. Uh, and uh, we have a little spin generator courtesy of the picker wheel. And so we're just going to click this here and press the button. And let's see what number we get. Number two, which is... There you go, number two, which is Oakwood. And so I'll be in contact with them shortly. So make sure your DMs are open for that. Well done. There we go. I really enjoyed that. Well, I just thought for, for, transparency, for transparency, showing exactly how, how it was made and otherwise, and uh, bizarrely, Oakwood. An apology and transparency all in I one know, session, Mark. What is going on? Setting the level high for things to come. <laughs> Integrity or, in yeah. live action. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, David's got the yeah, love a spin wheel. Yeah, that's what I thought, really. Um, I had actually seen it on another competition where I won. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to use that at one point. So, uh, so yeah. So I think that is uh, very all pleasing. for that. And uh, tonight, we don't actually have any guests tonight, um, but uh, a little bit later, we're going to be talking about mobile phones, I thought. And that was just kind yeah. of... Um, kind of inspired by um, oh great i feel as if uh, lydia is kind of like really selling the kind of my, my tutorial videos perhaps so she's, uh, mark's done it the best practice version <laughs> indeed, indeed we aim we vaguely please 
Um, but we are going to do something a little bit different um, to tonight because last week, I don't know if you heard, but we did a quiz. And uh, Becca and I were fairly... A whole quiz. Um, with kind of 50 questions or 49, as, as, uh, if we, you know, get rid of the conspiratorial. <laughs> so, um, 49 good questions. Yeah. And, and one. Uh, but also, yeah, anyway. So, yes. So we're going to do geeky facts for a change. And so I have gone and trolled the internet and TikTok videos for geeky facts. And so I've got 10 mm. geeky facts. So um, if we'd planned ahead, Becca, I would have sent you half of these. Um, unless <laughs> no, it's too late. Um, too late now. So uh, first of all, um, do you know that there's a difference between acronyms and initialisms? An acronym, uh, an acronyms are like things like um, NASA, FIFA, and SIM, as in SIM card. Whereas mm -hmm. initialisms are BBC, USA, OMG. So acronyms are the things that you say together as as if it is a word, NASA, rather than N-A, N-A-F-A, oh. um, and F-I-F-A. Um, you know, you say them as acronyms are NASA, FIFA, and initialisms, you were... You were You'd say BBC because yeah. that's the letters. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. this is this is already uh, fun. Uh, it's uh, like a quiz where I'm told the answers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, so uh, Lydia Jane's put, um, cows can go upstairs, but not downstairs. That is correct. Um, oh, oh, I might come back to a farm fact later. Um, in the old programme, The Little Rascals slash Our Gang, um, the old-fashioned kind of black-and-white kind, of, um, kind of series, uh, Buckwheat, played uh, by William Thomas Jr., wears a bowler hat. This is actually one of Stan Laurel's actual bowler hats from Laurel and Hardy. And it's because he was a close family friend and a mentor to the young boy. And so he wore it. And uh, and, he, oh. and a bit morbidly, he was actually buried with it. Um, but uh, there we go. Uh, number three, Peter Cullen is the voice for Optimus Prime. So the Autobots transform. But he is also the voice of Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh, which I think is a that is one of my most exciting facts of like geekiness is just that Peter Cullen is is the voice for both Transformers, Optimus Prime, and Winnie the Pooh. Oh, sorry, Eeyore I need from Winnie the Pooh. a um, pause while Becca gazes off into space and actually immediately goes to Google Peter Cullen so that I can see. Yeah, he he looks like face. a traditional Disney employee sort of thing. Obviously not, but doing like the little proper traditional mustache and kind of like what, uh, black a mustache. Hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ted Lasso. See, speaking see of voiceovers, number four. Speaking of voiceovers, Alan Tudyk, um, who's known as uh, Pirate, Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball or Hoban from Firefly, um, he is the go-to guy for voiceover parts in mainstream movies because he's like in uh, Sunny. Sorry, he plays Sunny in iRobot. He plays um, various other kind of characters, um, but Disney. He is very popular. So he is Valentino in Wish, narrator in Strange World, Scroll in Disenchanted, Duke Weaselton in Zootopia, mm -hmm. the Duke from Frozen, the Toucan from Encanto, Tuk Tuk from Raya and the Last Dragon, a guard in Frozen 2, Aladdin um, as the remake. Sorry, he's not actually Aladdin. He's Iago in the Aladdin remake. Knows, uh, knows more in in Ralph Breaks the Internet, Hey Hey in Moana, uh, as well as he's also Optimus Prime in a computer game. Um, so he's the go-to guy 
for voiceovers. It's, he's, he's really good at generic voices and noises and sound effects and bits and pieces. Um, number five, the average cumulus cloud weighs 500,000 kilograms. Right. How do they measure that? Um, approximately. <laughs> I first looked on a, on, on a website and it was like, it, they weigh 11 tonnes. And I was like, you get out. Get out of town. No way. I'm going to check this. And it was like, yeah, the average, the average cumulus cloud weighs uh, 500,000 kilograms. So, um, so yeah, pretty crazy, really. Um, number six, um, one for Big for Big Tim, weird Bible trivia. King Solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines. How many wives? 700. See, how are we defining wife in this context? Well, indeed, indeed. But it is in the Bible. It is in the Bible. Um, you know, it's not quite the biblical ideal of marriage, is it, that we often hear about? Anyway, let's move swiftly on. Uh, number seven, yeah. uh, when people sing together in choirs, as they sing the same words, they synchronise their breathing. And as you exhale, it slows down your heartbeat. So choirs are often more, are likely to be synchronising their breathing as well as their heartbeats. And I just thought it's oh, a really nice. fascinating one. Um, nearly towards the end, by the way. Um, Henry Ford is famous for inventing the car, but he actually invented the quadricycle instead. He definitely revolutionised the automobile industry, but it was actually a German called Karl Benz, as of Mercedes Benz, who is attributed oh. with, um, who is actually attributed for inventing the car. Uh, speaking of mechanical things, the word helicopter has an interesting origin. The pronunciation of it does not reflect its etymology, as it's from the Greek. It, uh, helico means spiral, and ter, as in P-T-E-R, silent P, uh, is derived from teron, uh, to, as a wing, to fly, as in pterodactyl. So helico, oh. um, yeah, helico and ter. So we should be really calling it Oh, that's a good quiz question. Yeah, yeah. What relationship does a helicopter have with a pterodactyl? Yeah, so that's very clever. And the final one, I'm saving that one to just throw a Lego question in is approximately 60 billion Lego bricks are made each year, which is enough to reach all the way to the moon and halfway back to the earth. In the whole war on plastic. It ain't good, is it? Um, but that is the end of our geeky facts, and I just thought I'd uh, yeah throw that one out there as a bit of a as a bit of a difference. I wonder how many Lego bricks actually get thrown away. That is true. They're the type of thing that you do you pass on. They last for ages. You there must be some estimate yeah. because they don't break. Really, unless your dog finds one and they do, has a good they do deteriorate after a while. But I mean, for example, they're, they it's fade a, a little, but I, I've got some that are starting to fade, but they're over forty years old. Mm, so yeah. they do they do take a long time to you know, and, and I would say that that doesn't mean that they completely degrade either. It just means bits snap off them. Um, so they're a bit more brittle than they. Yeah, but uh, again, okay. they've they've increased the the pressure of them and kind of the creation of them over the years as well. So. That's just some of the first ones. Yeah. How old Ooh. is Lego? 
pass. Um, it started off with um, wooden bricks there, didn't it? Uh, Lydia's just put, um, oh, I have, I've just realised that there isn't any captions showing. Do captions normally show? No, but it depends on which um, streaming place that you go to. So I think there is sometimes auto captioning. So you Does may Facebook have turned that do an off. auto caption? Um, have you turned them off? Yeah. So I like find that. it much easier to listen to myself when I've got a uh, uh, Lydia's also put cows actually can't see the colour red so red rag to a bull is factually incorrect that is correct actually it's the fact that you're waving something in front of a bull that's just going to annoy them uh, rather than actually that uh, is uh, interesting uh, I feel we always need in our facts interspersed with cow references yes um, thanks Lydia yeah we're en enriching our interesting facts experience so, have you got any interesting facts Becca? Not off, not immediate. Normally, I will litter random conversations with my interesting facts. Um, but other than my fact about bananas being a segmented fruit, um, I can't think of. Yeah. Um, my my phone, my watch is also buzzing because um, someone's joining our server, which is a good opportunity to mention our Discord channel. So if oh, you've uh, not done that, uh, if you've not joined that before, then you can, if you've got a phone or kind of app or just log online, you can join our Discord server. The the uh, oh. link should be in the blurb, and uh, you can come along and say hello, and we'll wave at you. We'll and send you uh, little animated, whatever they are. And if you uh, join whilst I'm doing it live, uh, my phone will keep on kind of irritating me and distracting me as we go. So uh, <laughs> there's inspiration for you. <laughs> uh, hello, Stephen. Uh, how do we know that bulls can't see red? Has someone asked the bull yes. this question? Yeah, basically. Basically. Say very much. Yeah. Direct conversation. <laughs> oh, Sam Wallace. Everyone's coming out with their facts. A banana plant is a herb, not a tree. Geeky. That herb. is interesting. Very cool. Very cool. Um, farm farmyard fact: um, If you gently pick up a chicken and put its head underneath its wing, and you do that motion with it, it will it can go to sleep oh. because it can go because it can get very tired and then just fall asleep. And I have actually done. And it. they also they self level as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you do the same with the chicken; its head will stay in exactly the same. Oh, so now we're going off and uh, Brandon has put bull in a Chinese shop is actually incorrect as well. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we are self. We were writing all these wrongs, um, <laughs> putting the world to right. Literally, it's going to be a long show, people. One bull at a time. <laughs> <sighs> right. Okie doke. Um, Shall we start? Oh no, we're still going with these uh, the facts. Uh, are chickens therefore the first gyroscopes? Well, yeah, th there is a bit of an ingoing. There is there is an in, in joke with kind of uh, filmmakers and things like that of kind of sort of taking a chicken out instead of a, a, a camera on a gyroscope sort of thing, and that's quite funny. And putting like just... pretending to put GoPros on chicken heads, but they don't actually do that. Um, or not that I've seen anyway. I suppose if the chickens consented to it, it would be okay. Yeah, yeah. They've asked them, same as the ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so good times. Shall we shall we segue into uh, another bit of conversation? Is that okay? Oh, do we do we have a little musical segue moment for that? We don't, uh, do no. we? Nope. <laughs> we need a random random 
segue piece of music. Yeah, uh, I don't. We could just hum it gently to ourselves. You, you start and I'll finish it. <laughs> right, segue away, Mark. Uh, well, Speaking of say, phones. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was interesting that I'd actually seen a, a video earlier this uh, earlier this week talking about um it was it was like a bbc news from 2001 and they were talking about phone companies and and sort of saying oh you know they're trying to kind of uh encourage people to buy more, more phones and so they are kind of advertising the fact that you can send text messages and they kind of went to like a local primary school like a secondary school kind of thing and these kids are like oh yeah i like to uh, i like to text my friend and, uh, and this sort of thing and i kind of showed it to my son and he's like it's a grey screen. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, about that. Texting. <laughs> we used to have like a limit of 39 characters, including God. spaces. And he was like, but what could you even say in 39 kind of words, you know, 30, 39 kind of yeah. letters? And I was like, quite. We managed it. We managed it. We did. Um, you just sent multiple messages. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then, but so, then it, it cost you per message, didn't it? Oh, so Rachel's just put uh, mobile phones very interesting. Young kids should not have phones with apps in as they could become addictive and won't be able to focus on school. Yeah, I think if especially if they're actually in school with phones, it can be distracting. But I think um personally I think it's it can about... be, but but it's also it's the it's the tool that you use. I mean, um Yeah. I've I've been in classrooms where we've actively encouraged young people to engage with their phone. And you mm -hmm. use it as part of the lesson rather than, um, you know, there's the same as any workshop yeah. where where you're given permission to pick up your phone. There's a little moment of, oh, lovely, thank you. Well, and, and it's interesting, isn't it? talking about schools and things, I remember a teacher sort of um, telling us that this maths exam, you're not going to have, you're not going to be allowed to have calculators <laughs> because you're never going to be walking around with a calculator. And it's just like, Aaron. yeah. However, nowadays we walk around shows with how much you know calculators, and so therefore, do I need to know math anymore? I just open up my phone and work it out that way. Um, oh. But general arithmetic is good. Um, but it, it, yeah, it is interesting of how times have changed in regard mm. to to mobile phones. And uh, and just before we went live, um, Becca and I were sharing about kind of. Um, our kind of first kind of phones and i want to show you a little picture so i'm sorry for those on comment um, comment what your first phone is if you can remember make and model uh, so i actually have my very first phone here which is a vodafone uh it's a tr trium um and it's also got one of those kind of like nifty like little pull oh look at you that's uh, very fancy like and uh, if if it's yeah, unfortunately it doesn't work anymore. Um, the battery is corroded. I do really need to get rid of this really, but I just thought I'd um, bring it out. So I went to college with this. That was kind of my my moment. And so again, interestingly, so what, that what of, year was that, Mark? Uh, Two thousand. Um, and so uh, yeah, okay. other others at the time and kind of like just like the year before, around that kind of time. I think Nokia thirty three ten was quite popular uh yeah. and uh and this was kind of my uh my vodafone uh trium so that was that yeah one. mine was a, a motorola it looked very similar but it didn't have the pull out antennae is it an antennae yeah an antenna? yeah and uh, brandon's put my old uh one was a, an old nokia uh very much like yeah. marks 
And they were, they they were, those Nokia were indestructible. If I, um, Sam says, I used to have, a, do a bit of lecturing. I had a class of about five degree students all in their phones, felt a bit annoyed, but they were Googling around the subject. Well, that's, yeah, and that's it, isn't it? Is, yeah. is what is the culture that you're kind of expecting? Um, because I think that is a little bit of thing of saying, actually, yeah, are you engaged in the room or yeah. are you kind of, engaging with the subject but elsewhere and some people will have different expectations of that yeah. um, th there's even an argument there when we talk about if people are kind of accessing worship online via phones at home are they just as present in the moment as somebody who's maybe sat in the congregation um, yeah. are they bored there are they engaging as much as somebody at home and therefore there's this whole kind of debate of yeah actually who is who is engaging here and actually yeah. phones can both help and hinder but it depends on our expectations and sometimes phones can actually just be there to help us with kind of um stimulations with kind of uh, concentrations mm. <laughs> Lydia again Mark's done it the tiny version uh yes of course I'm, I'm on a little reduced screen because <laughs> I'm showing other things um I'll turn that off again uh, and, uh, you want to roll today, Lydia. Yeah. Um, Stephen Jones put Motorola 7500, the one that flipped open, the antenna pulled out. Oh. It had two line display. Good gracious. Blimey. Uh, <laughs> that's something to boast about. Yeah. Um, I don't know um, about other people, but um, I did used to put my Nokia in my back pocket of my jeans. This might be more pertinent for girls and boys. But then when I went to the loo, I would forget that I'd put the phone oh, in my back no. pocket. So as you pull down your jeans, they push out whatever's in your pocket. And on numerous occasions, <sighs> my phone just plopped. Fortunately, I had yet to fully sit down on the seat. So it, it plopped into clean water um but it was on one of one of our missions that i squealed very loudly at um a host's house who had very kindly put us up and came out of the bathroom and not thinking was shaking my phone saying i've just dropped this down the toilet um flinging around clean clean toilet water and yeah. um, i won't there's a couple of comments here. I'm going to put one up um, from Sam that talks about, yeah, when you bring out your kind of your app on the phone of, of your Bible. So when people talk about opening the Bible, um, sometimes it gets funny looks in church. We've had that when I was at, uh, at a festival and and uh, someone said, uh, if you'd like to turn on your Bibles uh, and, and there was this little <laughs> Christian laughter because they were, they were relevant. Though. They, were, they, were, they were making the point that actually, you know, we don't always have paper Bibles now. Actually, we've got an app. We've got kind of uh, e-readers yeah. e and things like that. Um, but yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Lydia. You've seen that. Um, so basically, uh, yeah, she, uh, Lydia's just put, I have a fidget app on my phone that I use when I can't concentrate. Uh, I get looks, mm. especially in church. And that is a shame, isn't it? Because actually, we have this... Um, as uh, Rachel said earlier, there's this kind of view that phones can't always, you know, are always a good thing, but actually it depends on how we use them. And I think that, mm -hmm. yes, there are instances where, you know, people might just be 
messing on distracting and otherwise by phones and if i'm honest i sometimes get distracted by my phone or my watch you know that it's kind of coming up with stuff and i'm just like no i've got a focus here i'm, I'm leading mm. a service <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, i'm at the front here uh, you know and, uh, but but there are other times when you can actually use them to engage with people and, and otherwise and i think this this shift and i think this is where i was really intrigued about this kind of phones mm. and social and, and kind of like smartphones have become such a center point of our life and communication now mm. this discussion should there be otherwise but they they are in society quite a, a central point whereas mm. like 20 years ago they were a fad they were like a, oh how can we use these yeah i i could happily have my phone lose its battery and and then wouldn't know where it was because i had plenty of other things going on in the house and around me and but as soon as a smartphone that was full color had pictures um they'd sorted out the the way you paid for things so that yeah, you yeah. weren't paying for every line of your text message but it was then on wi-fi and yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it really did and that the because it's so quick and easy to be entertained mm. the addiction uh yeah. is a is a very real thing it's an immediate pleasure immediate yeah. satisfaction um you don't need to look for anything you don't you don't even have the um the the decision fatigue that i yeah. sometimes found find with the tv so if yeah. i've got multiple platforms where i could watch television on my phone there's less um and i'll just go on instagram and instagram gives me all of the gazillion different things that i'm interested in because i've filtered it to be that way um yeah it's a it's a real thing and but this is it because you know phones have advanced haven't they i remember um, my uncle coming in with a satellite phone which was like a big mm. suitcase with like a, a phone on the top and i'm there thinking wow that's really cool but then thinking he's a farmer why does he need one of those? <laughs> Especially yeah. as he had a CB radio in the corner, so he had like a CB station, so that oh, you could CB kind of like, radios. so he could kind of be chatting to people on the tractors anyway. So I was like, oh wow! Yeah. But again, I was like, but why? But then, kind mm. of coming through with like the analog phones, so I was aware of our youth leader having um, an analog phone, and, mm. uh, and it was just funny of how it used to cut out. And, you know all that kind of fun fun of it um but then then the way that kind of texting suddenly kind of came in onto the scene and then and again this is it that these these devices have got so much more cleverer and kind of um you know become multifaceted and that there's there's more kind of tech and and ram and memory in these sort of things than we ever had and so to have them just accessible and uh, you know there is an argument though about kind of um the environment and the kind of use of that too um and so i think we can't get away from that as a as a, mm -hmm. as a downside to it but um but when the first computer came out it filled the building now we can carry computers in our pockets if you think um, about it like that it's amazing and a bit scary yeah absolutely absolutely yeah i'll say that um i remember i remember kind of being in the Lincoln district, uh, Lincolnshire district, and going home to visit my mum. And so going back to my old family home, um, and uh, and there was an, an issue on um, in the press. And so my chair of district contacted me to say, 
uh, we need to rela- release a statement quick. Um, and I was looking after the website. And I was just like amazed. First of all, he could contact me because I lived out in the middle of nowhere and my mum was like in the sticks. I think you've been once, didn't you, Becca? Uh, and uh, lived out in the middle of... You did from uh, after uh, a youth Methodist Youth Conference. Really? You came back for a family meal at my house, but you've obviously forgotten. My <gasps> memory is atrocious. That's but, because it's not in my phone. <laughs> no, but we lived out in the middle of nowhere, and I was just like, wow, we wouldn't have had signal in those days. I mean, it's so remote. That yeah, it was like I know. But then the, the next thing is that within moments, I could open up my phone, log onto the website, and change everything from this from my bed. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I didn't tell my, my chair of district that, but I was just there and I was like, you know what, I could do this straight away, da, 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 done. And and that is another addiction and another danger, isn't it? Is that with the with the ease that you can use mobile phones, you've got, you know, I've got I've got my work apps, I've got my kids, I've got my family, I've got my family, um, WhatsApp, Telegram, um, iMessage, all of those things constantly there. I've got constant notifications that because it's so easy, do it whether whether it is right or whatever the more helpful term is of sitting in your bed doing work. Whereas before we'd never have dreamed of inviting the district chair into our bedroom. <laughs> and yet, and yet there's that that element of invasiveness. They're yeah. so mobile. They're so easy to use. They're so connected. Um, where is the where is the space from this constant level of yeah. connection? And that um, is something about boundaries, isn't it? I I, purpose, I purposely don't have uh, very many notifications come up on my phone, so yeah, I yeah. I don't have hardly anything. So I've got to actively go into those sort of places. Um, likewise, TikTok. I actually don't have uh, it on data. So I can't watch it out and about. I have it just limited, uh, just to Wi-Fi, just to kind of. Uh, but this is it. I'm, I I need mechanisms to kind of yeah. um, put in place to to kind of protect myself. And it's interesting with with you know younger kids are just explore, exploring about kind of what does it mean. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I think it's Internet Safety Day today, isn't it? Or some or um, so you know, it's all that kind of you're aware that we have got mm. the world in our pocket. We have got the internet just to touch away. Um, and what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, but then it's, you know, I I have um, the Amazon device plugged into the wall, who I will not say the name of for fear that <laughs> oh, she's listening. That takes a load off hmm. my what I'm juggling in my head of noticing that I've run out of something or noticing that I need to be reminded that I can speak out loud Mm -hmm. to a constantly listening device in my room. Um, And it will go to my phone and add to my shopping list or add to my notifications. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that is absolutely beautiful and helpful. and I won't, I won't mention names, but I was actually chatting to somebody about their other half um, struggling with um, their health and um, I think it's um, dementia. And they were saying, actually, is there a way that we could get the device to to kind of do an alarm? And I was like, yeah, you can. You can kind of set it reminders and bits and pieces. Yeah. Like, what, every day? I was like, 
yeah you can yeah but as long as but you know it, it's that balance of as long as it helps you and as long as it doesn't get in the way and as long as there isn't a power yeah. cut, as long as there isn't you know but but there are ways in which it can enable and i think this yeah. is it that it, it can be very easy to polarize kind of go all tech is bad but it yeah. depends on how we kind of use it and I, and i think this is why um in my with another hat on i'm a digital church enabler where i explore other ways of of being church using the digital stuff and i've talked before about augmented reality that we, we have these powerful devices that can enable mm. us to to kind of explore the world around us but also the the kind of the virtual and the um augmented kind of world around us that mm. we can kind of do really interesting and fascinating things and and yet we're, we're still kind of put them in a box we kind of put them to one side and sort of but again there's a part of this kind of discernment isn't there and kind of um yeah maturity of how do we use these best effectively rather than it just being kind of as a common denominator just to just to keep us entertained for a couple of swipes mm. i guess that's where um values come in so uh, and i read um, Lydia's comment um, that it's really interesting how TikTok algorithm is working for uh, myself, Lydia, and my Mark, so not this Mark, um, because he keeps sending me cow videos. He gets lots of cows on his, and Lydia gets lots of office humor and DIY stuff. Um, but, but I think that's quite telling of a positive use of social media. So I'm, I, the, that's little send button in the corner. It's not that I'm just lost in whatever DIY or lino cutting or pottery um, I might be looking at, but there's an instant ability to share with a person I think would be interested. Mm. Um, I remember really early on in the 2000s when my mum didn't yet have a phone but enough people I knew did, and right. it felt like a disconnect that I couldn't just yeah, pop yeah. a text message because that had become my normal pattern of mm. connecting with people. Um, yeah, my my mum hates um, the internet. Um, she absolutely hates the Facebook. Um, oh, she calls okay. it the Facebook, and we, we've. But at the same time, we just kind of sort of said, well, actually, whilst we don't want to force you onto it, what we could do is, in the end, one of my my uh, siblings kind of got her an old a secondhand iPad and we just set up mm. photo sharing so actually yeah. she doesn't have to kind of negotiate the internet and or you know on being on on social media but we can have like a, a protective in-house way of sharing stuff in the yeah, confines yeah, without nice. having to complicate issues uh Lydia's but I sent TikToks to people as as a way of showing I saw something they might like and want to sh show care yeah yeah and I, I do find the whole algorithm thing really interesting, though, and about kind of they also kind of monitor your IP address. And so that if you change look at or and also kind of um, satellite locations so that if you're in the same household as somebody else, then if they're interested in something, then you might get advertisements. Oh, and so somebody I think it was a, a guy in America was saying, I don't understand why I was getting denture kind of stuff coming through. And it's because I'd spent a fortnight at my mum's. Yeah. And that was her kind of kind of a regular shopping. And so it would kind of assume that I would be interested in that. And, but I, I still mm -hmm. think that they have got a long way to go to work out our shopping kind of stuff. And otherwise, I get things where I'm just like, right, all because I've bought one printer, 
I don't want to buy a second printer next week. I know I get yeah, frustrated with it. that's the weird this. thing. Mattress yeah. adverts, I keep yeah, getting. Yeah. Right. No, I only need the one. Thank yes. you. Remind me in 10 years, you know, <laughs> or later. Uh, Stephen Jones, but using platforms such as Zoom has also enabled people with those whose health is poor to still be part of their church community and participate in services. Yeah. And Absolutely, Stephen. And, and I think, again, the... The ability for mobile phones is it takes away those technological kind of um, advancements away from having the need to have a desktop and that, you know, you can bypass the the uh, the serious tech for for the sake of uh, a mobile device. So that yeah. I know that, you know, we we kind of have this um, assumption that old people don't do tech, you know, and I think that's an absolute lie is that actually yeah. because of iPads and, and kind of devices like that, then it yeah. is much more accessible because they don't need to know how to restart their computer. They don't need to know how to set yeah. it all up. All they have to do is turn it on. And yeah. usually if it doesn't work, turn it off, turn it back on again yeah. and, it, and it works again. And so that the world is much more accessible because it is designed to be accessible for for all ages. So it's really, yeah. really quite fast. It's a, it's a real field leveler, isn't it? If if you can have access to the technology um, and are willing to just go through that brave portal into mm. finding the on button, um, knowing what the app icon looks like. We saw that, you know, kind of 80 and 90 year old people um, FaceTiming for the first time, especially during COVID, where it became, um, you know, a, a necessity. Um, and people opening Christmas presents over FaceTime, uh, watching puppies grow up, children, um, great grandchildren grow up. Um, yeah. So there is, there is a huge kind of leveler of what can happen. And, you know, obviously mm. not everyone can afford uh wi-fi not everyone and, can afford no. devices and, um, and i think that is something that we need to as a society be aware of is that the more of these things that go online and and require yeah. this sort of thing is what's the whole kind of um, thing thing is pyramid actually wi-fi is is actually really integral nowadays to our yes. our society and therefore it should be we should be working on it being free i know that sounds very lefty but you know the way that yeah. we're making demands of people and expectations of people, then it should be uh, as a free kind of a, a service that we should have. Um, yeah. But uh, it was interesting that we're talking about kind of swiping and turning phones on. Um, somebody was, oh, uh, someone was saying about um, what gesture do we make when we're answering a phone? And so we would normally kind of a certain generation would put a, th a thumb up and a finger out to talk about. And like, if you're answering a phone, yeah. you do that and you lift it up. So people on podcasts, you know, gesturing, kind of lifting up a handset from a, an old phone handline, uh, you know, whereas actually the younger generations would literally pretend to pick up a phone and swipe up on their hand to answer um, a phone and just of how culturally different that people are um sorry stevens but uh mark you mentioning old people don't do tech it's often struck me that old folk with families around the world are often the most tech savvy absolutely yeah. and this is it i was kind of saying that we shouldn't have those assumptions um becky's granddad when he was alive bless him he made his own computer at 86 87 and mm. you know he put it together himself and it's like yeah too right um it age shouldn't be a, a a limiting factor at all mm. um that being said it's also interesting i spoke to one person who um said i don't do computers and i was like all right um is it because you'd never oh no i taught computers 
and then I retired. I didn't want to touch a computer ever again. And I was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair, fair enough. enough. It's, um, but yeah, it, it does enable, doesn't it? Um, mm. The tech does enable. And yeah. and again, it, it can be, we can have these views of it, it can limit, but it can also yeah. enable as well. And it's just getting that right balance with all things. And I, and I think, you know, as, mm. as Christians, as people with faith, that actually it is that challenge as well of how do we engage with our faith with these things and whether it's devotional apps or listening to music, music for me. Mm -hmm. And I never I never realised how integral music could be. And that is yeah. due to my phone. I, I would have never have, have got like an MP3 player on its own. I think I maybe had yeah. one, uh, you know, but it never became an integral part. But having a phone with headphones that I could put, plug in, for me yeah. has transformed the way I listen to music and therefore it also transforms the way that I can be reflective with God and listen mm -hmm. to kind of music and, and things like that yeah so, uh, I think some of some of my most commonly used apps are things like um the examine um uh, which is great um the centering prayer app which is also great both of which offer um kind of centering contemplative prayer focus um, similarly with um, my Tech Carter, my Life Bible, um, that just gives gives access to things that I would probably forget were there. Um, yeah. At the moment, my biggest my biggest app is Duolingo. Um, it is showing me right. that I am very late in the day with my practice, um, but but the reason for for um, choosing to practice a language is both for my own kind of flourishing, but my desire to connect with other people that are from a different culture to me, that speak a different language to me. And, and mm. I think I think where we allow our values, um, and for me, my values are very much shaped by my life of faith um, and my relationship with God and my desire to connect with with the world and people around me um that's what then drives my how even how i order so i have yeah. mind body soul um as folders on my phone yeah. because i know yeah. they're things that i i prioritize um and i think yeah, yeah i think there's so it's so much more now than the phone that would sit plugged in the corner of a room, mm. which used to give me huge levels of anxiety um, mm. to go and call someone and, you know, anticipating your friend's dad picking up the phone and having to ask very politely if you could speak to Nicola, please. Um, <laughs> whereas now you can text and see if someone's in and you can text yeah. your children and, yeah. But being aligned with my values feels really important yeah uh, and I don't think they always allow that I think I think there is that darker side to it well and I think this is it it's like a work in progress isn't it? I always find that you've kind of just got to continue to re revisit and sort of say actually am I getting the right balance here um yeah. I, I really enjoy having the phone that tells me like your daily average of screen time has been this uh, each week yes. it tells me how how much or how little i've been been watching it yeah. and then if i'm feeling really guilty i'll pick up my ipad and i'm gonna go you've been on this device for 40 minutes this week and i'm like ha ha 
<laughs> I've tricked you. Uh, but but yeah, Joey, I mean, they are they are they have the means to be able to be good. They have the means to be able to be bad. And it's just how we mm. um, approach them, yeah. and and also what we expect from others from them. Um, and I think it can be challenging sometimes but we've got to explore how we can best use them yeah. uh, i am aware of um a pub chain just down the road i won't mention them that they had banned mobile phones because they wanted locals to talk um and, uh, and they were not allowed to be out and the person was there going to going i am diabetic this helps me know that i am i am fine yeah. i'm okay and uh and and they got they got kicked out of the pub for having a mobile phone. And it's just like, well, you've lost me as a customer now. I'm not going to come back. And it's yeah. just like there's such a a narrow view of of what a phone can do. Um, but yeah, but then there are yes. also those who mess around with it as well. And it's it's how how do you how do you navigate this sort of conversation where you create etiquette? I don't know where etiquette really comes from. It's, yeah. you know, it's the things that you start to accept as normal. Um, but there was, I can't remember who who the quote was, but it was, it was around the idea of technological advancement outstripping our kind of ethical or moral guide or thinking about yeah. it, that, that actually somebody's got to have the conversation about, yeah what is healthy and helpful mm. um while also knowing we get things terribly terribly wrong it's not putting yourself as a as a ethical expert but as yeah. as people that get it wrong you know yeah. i know that i've at various points been addicted to my phone yeah. uh, and i've used it to numb and distract rather than um engage with the world um that's a good question. David Gree asks, at what point do we become too dependent on our phones? I don't know. I do use my phone to follow people who homestead. So at some point, my knowledge will be homestead. reached. What does that mean? Um, so um, homesteading, where you have a small plot of land, which is essentially farming. Um, what would it be here? Where you're essentially, where you're off grid. Oh, okay. You grow your own food, you raise your own animals. Yeah, it's kind of off-grid, self-reliant, sustainable, mm. but local farming. So it's not mass-produced farming. But but at some point, you know, we're going to maybe have a whole magnetic wipeout of electricity. And then the question is, can I make bread? Can I make fabric? Can I sew? So we've gone from kind of mobile phones to kind of technological Armageddon fire sale. Uh, yeah, kind of that's where, that's where we wow. just went. We've that's gone that. Within an hour. We managed to go yes, there in an hour. <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is it. But we do have to ask those questions. And I think we've got to be held accountable to saying... Uh, and I, I think because we've got quite a smart house here, as to say, with smart plugs and smart devices, smart routines. And it's just like, actually, yeah, um, I have been for the last couple of weeks, been really furious with my my doorbell um, because it is just frustrating. Um, OK. Um, yeah, it's, it's frustrating when technology doesn't work. And, you know, I am expecting my 
my interactive, my smart doorbell to tell me when somebody's at the door. Is that too much to ask? I have bought it. It should do it. But I'm blowing annoyed when it doesn't work. And it's trying to kind of connect to the wi- the Wi-Fi dish at the other end of the house. And there's one right next to the doorbell, three foot oh. away. And oh, it's the like frustration, the of the, Mark. I don't like know how printer. you cope. First world problem, completely and utterly. But I'm going to go, come on. It's there. If I just attached a webcam to this Wi-Fi dish, it would be better than this this doorbell. Uh, you know, it's, it's just. I imagine you're a delight to live with yes, yes, <laughs> this past week. That's all of this. This is all all my life is about. But you know what I mean? This is it, isn't it? It's a, it's what permission are we giving to this tech to take over? Um, and I think I try yes. and sort of say they should be a slave to us. We shouldn't be a slave to them. And and, and probably we different. need to diversify. Yeah, I, I'd hate to lose my ability to sit down and read a book mm. um, instead of relying only on audiobooks. Um, mm. I'd hate to lose my ability to look for for knowledge in a library. Is that is that a skill set we still need to have? Um, I'd hate to lose that. So. Specifically, like the duodecimal system, is that? (laughs) Or just generally, just to be able to peruse and walk into a library? Yeah, no, no, that duodecimal, isn't it? Duodecimal. Well, I mean, as a child, I, I, you know, used to go and look up in an encyclopedia and be really excited Mm. to kind of flick through the pages and find information. Whereas now I'll type it into Google and get frustrated when I go to a supermarket and I can't search yeah, instantly yeah. for the item that I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but then but, you know, but then also culture has changed as well. Where once upon a time you could go to around to someone's like living room and, and take a peruse of their bookshelf or or their DVD shelf to kind of get yeah. an idea and kind of go, oh, oh, they're interested in this kind of thing. But now it's all on the device. So if you don't know the passcode, then you can't get in. Uh, well, that's why you follow them on social media, surely. That is true, because they talk about their, what their book they're reading. They'll take a lovely photo of the book on Instagram. Yes, um, yes. It's, but, but I think that's where um, things like um, Fifty Shades of Grey became so popular because it tied in with the uh, kind of electric e-readers so that you could yes. read something of an adult Smutty. nature on the train yeah. anywhere, whereabouts, because actually you yeah. didn't have to show the, the, the cover of it. Um, yeah. and it's just fascinating of how technology changes. Whereas other, others of us have been reading Mills and Boone hidden inside Great Expectations for years. Yeah, absolutely. And nobody, nobody ever knew. Absolutely. But do you know what I mean? It, technology changes our habits. And again, it's how much of that do you do it actively kick up against because i think there are some yeah. people and some generations of kids coming through kind of going no i'm going to go old school i'm going to go for the non-smartphone just to kind of to rebel against society could, in that I do sort that? Of way. could you do that could you go back to your i can't remember what your first phone was uh my uh your nokia my vodafone uh no your because vodafone. this is right um but like, obviously I might, I might be able to kind of go back to this one uh lg no, in fact, this one was useless. Actually, this one was a better one. This Samsung, um, this um, this LG order, phone. Order much? Do we want? Do we want a whole session yeah, yeah, on no, when does geekery I, I, order tech, into hoarding? Old tech. old tech. I do need to recycle these, though. I do say this. Um, I am aware of time, but this phone 
boasted all kinds of stuff. I've used this on a sermon illustrations many, many times because it was like, oh, it has like radio, it has mobile, it has pictures, it has the little flick up thing, you know, and uh, and yet it was absolutely rubbish at taking phone calls. It was yeah. the mo- it was the worst phone, <laughs> and I had to come ring up several times to kind of go. Well, no, not but but not from here, not from this phone, <laughs> because he was useless. And so I was like, the the signal on it is anyway. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, there may be something about me kind of getting rid of these um, and recycling them. Good for the planet, good for the world. But um, I do yeah. try and use my phones usually to death, so uh, they get a longer life. Is that? Oh, we go. didn't do. We haven't done geeky, geeky, geeky gallery. Um, and it's nearly time. Should we do that really quickly? Let's whiz through Geeky Gallery because we're proud of our geeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Tom that. has been sharing some Lego stuff. Um, there's also some other bits Warhammer coming up. Um, but it's kind of like a traditional kind of red telephone box. Um, as well as like I think it's the Dune helicopter and kind of characters down there as well. Um, then there's uh, Tom's got some. Um, Did you know help. helicopters have something to do with um? Oh no, Helico. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go on. Um, and then uh, this is a little picture of uh, me playing uh, Wind in the Willows, so like a, an old fashioned game, hoarding an old board game. Um, of uh, Wind <laughs> in the Willows, actually, this was given to me as like a retro present. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, so that's Wind in the Willows. Um, then uh, David Specky Geek uh, has been sharing a bit about his projects and the way, as well as um. Yeah, so the kill team, seven models of kill team, and Azul, um, or Azul, um, which is like the t- tile building game. Have you played that, Becca? No. 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 It's, it's quite cool. Uh, it's again about heavy on the strategy and kind of get, having a head to think about kind of where you're going with stuff, uh, but very okay. colourful, very smart looking. Uh, and uh, Beth, I've turned it the other way around, Beth, sorry, uh, because the photo was on the side, and this is um, Arc Nova from a few weeks ago, and she says uh, on the Discord about kind of um, in, being inspired by others and buying kind of um, games after playing with them other, with other people. I think when you do nice. come across a good game, it can be an opportunity to kind of go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. get that, we'll get that. Um, so uh, so that is um, so that is that. And that is the Very end cool. of Geek's Gallery. Nice. Thank you, lovely people. We are done, aren't we? Yeah. Is there anything left to say? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think we hold this space, don't we? And we we don't there aren't answers to what's right or wrong about your phone. But there are there are things that steer you. Um and I think that's that's where me knowing where I am with God. Um you know, listening to my little God radar of when things are right, when my anxiety spikes and I think, okay, I'm just not connecting somewhere or, mm. you know, I've got an unhealthy relationship with my phone or something. Um, and it might might be years before I actually deal with it, but yeah. deal with it we must if we want, if we want to flourish. Yeah, and if we... If we bring these things before God, whether it's a phone or technology or an app or lots of apps, I think, you know, as long as we're bringing them before God, then we're kind of on the right track. I guess it's when we hide things away and when we don't engage with what it means or 
is where yeah. we're on a slippery slope. Yeah. Well, thank you, Becca, for today. Thank you, Mark, for today. Yes, and thank you, folks, for comments and otherwise. And uh, we'll keep posted. We have got a few guests lined up. Um, that a couple of them are just getting back to us, um, and there's kind of a whole wide variety of stuff coming up. So it's like uh, really be... broad, isn't it? it what is... have we got? We've got astrology. Um, Possibly... Do I mean astro astrology? Astronomy. <laughs> astronomy. <Wait>. Astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, that could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then uh, criminology, possibly. I can't remember. Ooh, it depends. Yeah. I think there's a variety, see, and possibly even comic books. And um, but um, it depends on how people fancy it. And and I think sometimes we have this kind of very narrow set idea of what is is geekdom and geekery. And I think as we kind of explore these things, people kind of go, "Oh, I was thinking of this." But actually, I'm really into this, and that's okay. And I'm and I'm happy to kind of talk about all these yeah. things or none of these things or just broader subjects but yeah. um but thank you folks thank, thank you, you folks. for we love you. tuning in and yeah uh geek safe bye bye You have been listening to the Faith and Geekery podcast and if you want to find out more information or even be a guest on the show, please visit cybersten.co.uk for more information and all the social media likes and all that kind of stuff. And we are a small community, so those likes, those subscriptions, they all count and help towards uh, positive feelings in the world. Again, thank you for tuning in. Geek safe.